Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of experimentation brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project. Join our free community today at theawesomeladiesproject.com. Join me today as we wrap up our three episode series with the amazing Brandy Kincaid. One of the other things that we wanted to talk about was about loneliness, Mm -hmm. which I'm really excited to talk to you about because I know a lot of people have been having a lot of struggles with loneliness during the pandemic. And it's been, it's been so hard for so many people. And I think we have had a little bit of a different experience. Mm -hmm. And so I want to hear what you have to say about loneliness um one because i always find your perspective on well i guess what i would call negatively valenced emotions (laughs) fascinating um because you do the same thing that i like to do and you always find the positives in them because there are always good things in bad things yeah But I can't imagine that before 2020, we would have thought that we would have been dealing with loneliness on such a massive scale. Um, So tell me what you've been thinking about loneliness lately. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of us are thinking about it. We're coming up on, you know, one year of this pandemic. Um, And a lot of my friends expressed to me how lonely they're feeling. They're feeling very lonely. And for a long time, when they would use that word, I would feel um, a level of guilt, I think, mixed because I thought, well, I don't really feel lonely um, in that way. I don't, I am an introvert in the true sense of like, (laughs) I need a lot of alone time. Um, I need, my recharge time is pretty broad. I need a lot of space and I can turn on and be in public and be with people, but I really, I need a lot of recharge time. It's not like just go home and go to bed and then do it again. And so some of the, the limitations that this pandemic have, have, you know, offered have actually been really great for me. It turns out I am more willing to do things over zoom. You know, I've joined you know, extra book clubs and groups and things that I wasn't brave enough to do before. So I actually probably have more interaction than ever before. I've scheduled recurring dates with friends, you know, over the computer and I'm probably interacting with people more. And so I had this assumption that like, oh crap, I'm kind of the jerk that is not feeling lonely. That's not feeling this, this tug. And I can sit beside people. I can sit beside people in their loneliness. Um, but I was also just feeling that tug of like, Oh, I feel bad that I don't feel this way. But the other day I was in the woods and, um, on a walk with my dog, Augie and we stopped because an older gentleman was kind of like whisper yelling through his mask and pointing up that there was this giant woodpecker in the tree. And slowly he's waving more and more people on the whole field was dotted with all of these strangers standing, you know, mask on like six feet apart, all spaced out, staring up at this 
tree and this woodpecker like watching it in silence and I realized as we were standing there because we all stood for a very long time and as we all kind of walked away and I'm you know starting to like have tears in my eyes that I am lonely but I'm lonely for strangers I'm lonely for those little interactions that you overlook that you um, kind of dismiss I love talking to people at the bus stop you know the person behind you in the grocery store line um that type of thing and I think that I realized that our definitions of some of these words are a little are limited and we have limited them and that's when it's easy to feel like something doesn't apply to us and then to feel maybe a little bit of guilt over it because I think a lot of us are feeling guilt for different things during this time guilt that we have a job guilt that we have food you know there's always there's something that we are not feeling like we can fully empathize with someone else over but redefining what lonely means and what the levels are and how we can be lonely in our own ways, that feels so empowering to me because I don't think we're going to get through to the other side of this without understanding that we've experienced a very similar thing in very different ways. And we've got to hold on to those as we transition out. We're not all of a sudden all going to feel better in the same ways. Like getting together with a group of people and going to the movies would not make me feel better right now. That's not going to be my solution. Um, you know, a huge dinner party is not going to be my solution. Getting to stand at the bus stop with a stranger and have them tell me some random thing about their life. That's what's going to fill my cup. Like that's what I'm waiting for. Like that's my kind of end of this trajectory. And so I'm thinking so much about that is how can we rethink the different ways we hold similar feelings and how can we hold space for us to continue being unique in that and being beside each other. You know, like we don't have to have the same kind of lonely to stand beside each other. Oh God, I'm thinking of Toni Morrison and Sula, which is, you know, the book that almost everyone has read of hers because they teach it. It's so slim and they teach it in schools. Um, but God, when she says like, um, when she's when the one character is asking the other if she was lonely she was like yes but my lonely is mine like we have our own kinds like we own it and we can do that and still sit beside each other I don't have to feel lonely in the same ways to understand it um, or to make room for it I don't know what are your like do you have a different like what's your I am imagining this is what I'm willing to hold true is that we are actually all lonely in just different ways. I'm I'm sitting here thinking very deeply about every single thing that you just said. Because I, just like you, am a tra traditional introvert. I need a lot of recharge time mm -hmm. between... Uh, I was just about to say dealing with people which is not a nice way of putting it, but, but just being around people, I am, I can't do, you know, I can't do people, 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 people sleep mm -hmm. more people. That's mm -mm. I, my body and my mind quickly deteriorate. Yeah. And I am a very mean person when I have been around people for too long. And I become mean in ways that are not nice. 
Um, are there nice Are there nice ways to be mean? I'm just wondering. Yeah, you're, like, you're telling yeah. me this is like terror level mean. You're oh, like, well, this is bad. The problem, you make me cry. Is that like, if you were in that space, are you like? The problem is, is that I am. I will. I will turn on people very quickly. Uh, the, the problem is that I'm. I'm a very empathetic person. Okay. Are we hearing the air raid sirens in the background? There is no air hoping. raid. Okay. Don't worry. It's the first Saturday of the month, and it's the tornado siren. It's, uh, it's, the, it's the everything. Yeah. It, um. I, as a person with high empathy, can feel what people are feeling very well. Mm-hmm. And if I am feeling particularly mean, spiteful, I will take all of that and turn that on someone very quickly. Okay. Um, and use their feelings against them, use their words against them. We'll get into a, a word fight and I will take all of their words and use them against them very quickly. Um, and it's not, it's not, it's not a good look. It's in fact a very bad look. <laughs> um, and so I try not to get into fights with people because yeah. they'll, they'll lose. And it's, it makes me feel even worse. If it helps, none of your listeners now want to ever get in a fight with you. So I feel like... Yeah, no, don't. We've it's all drawn just... that line. We've just been like, note to self. Well, I feel like I, I actually do a pretty good job of like being like... I put up a don't fuck with me front. <laughs> which is like I don't get online trolls very often, which is like actually really nice. Like no one screws with me on social media. V- very rarely do I get someone who screws with me on social media. Really? And when I do, it's it's like, do you know what you're doing? Um, but I get the- a lot of I get a lot of tough stuff. Um, maybe you don't think you don't think I give a tough persona out? Are people not <laughs> feeling the don't mess with me? They're like, hey. I like to make her cry. <laughs> it's the let's make Brent. Oh. I feel like sometimes when people are trolling on social media, they just refuse to think of other people as like actual humans. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, what? just what are you doing? Just think for five seconds. And I think I... I I don't get many followers who I haven't made thought of things for more than five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Because I put a lot of stuff out there that, like, if you don't think for more than five seconds, then you're just going to immediately unfollow me. Like, mm-hmm. no one follows me just for my pretty art. Yeah. Which, I mean, is not that helpful in some ways. Is helpful in that I don't have a lot of trolls, which is good. But back to the loneliness. I, too, have not felt lonely throughout this period of time. Even though I am an introvert, very much. Because, you know, I've had my noon daily pages live stream where, you know, every day at noon, I come on and I hang out with people from all over the place. Mm-hmm. I've had my zooms, but there is this sense of loneliness in that 
my love language is making food for people. Mm. I love having dinner parties. Yeah. Have not been able to do anything like that for quite some time. That is not like for, for Valentine's day last year, Jeff got me a Jacques Pepin watercolor menu book. Yeah. It's a hardbacked book and each page, it's like a hundred pages. Each page is different. And every two pages gives you room on the one side for guests and on the other side for the menu. Mm. And it is still completely blank. And every time I see it on the shelf, I feel, I feel loneliness. That's, I feel the pang of loneliness because as soon as he gave it to me, I was like, I cannot not wait to fill this up with menus and friends and guests. And because that's, there's nothing I love more than just curating a, a, a small meal for friends and just making something that people will love. And, and we have such rich local produce and meat. And I mean, from literally our garden to the university has their own community supported agriculture to the farms that have their, Mm-hmm. Brandy, no joke, I might actually join three CSAs this summer. <laughs> like, support that. I can't decide which one. I, 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 I'm doing the very local one. I, I, we've done the one at the university for four years now. The produce they make is incredible. Yeah. And it, it, it binds you to the community. Yep. And... Like, that was one of the things that I felt lonely for last year. Last summer, we did the Michigan State Community Supported Agriculture. And so, for those of you who don't know how this works, it's like buying a stock in a farm. You give the money to the farm up front at the beginning of the season. And for the next however many weeks, they give you a box of whatever they've grown. Before the pandemic, the way that it would work is you would go into the little building each week and the farmers would be there. They would be covered in dirt. They would be coming and switching the boxes out with like the, the, whatever produce they just picked. You would go and you would choose the different fruits and veg vegetables. Another thing that I really, really miss is being at a grocery store or uh, the farmer's market and picking up fruits and vegetables and deciding like, is this the one that I want? Yeah. And now I, I, you know, I don't want to touch multiple fruits and vegetables. Like, not just because of me. I don't want to pick it up and put it down for someone else. Yeah. I feel, I feel loneliness for touching, touching things. Like, and then at, having those little conversations at, at the CSA or at the grocery store of like, oh my God, have you had, had this one? You have to try this one. It's amazing. Like, those tiny little things of like, I feel so strongly about this fennel or have you tried this rest? Like moments with people that like you were saying, just strangers of it. 
it doesn't ever matter if you see that person again in the rest of your life. That tiny shared interaction existed. Mm-hmm. And you can't... It's not that you can't do it double-masked while you're both trying to stand as far away from each other as humanly possible. But, like, that's a tenth of what you're getting if you were to actually stand next to a person and be like, so let me actually tell you about this, like, fruit and what I did with it last week because, no joke, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. That is what I, you know, you just want to... You know what I think is the common denominator probably in all our different lonelies, whether it's like we're lonely for a group of friends hanging out or the interaction at the farmer's market, or I think what we are missing most is the peace that comes from ease. I think we are lonely for that part of ourself I think we are missing our ourself in a way is what I'm gonna say I think we are missing the part of ourself that could relax a little in the ease of just popping over to see a friend maybe for some people or for us it's just turning to the person next to you and asking a question about the fennel now you have to think like am I far enough away is this going to make them comfortable is this going to make them uncomfortable do I need to we have to be so on guard and think about so much that we are constantly kind of tight and tense. Um, our bodies aren't relaxing with that ease. No matter what kind of way we want it to play out, I feel like that's maybe this undercurrent. Because as you were talking, I was just thinking about that, that it is an ease that you're talking about. It is, it's not even just the thing. It's the way in which you can get or be in contact with the thing. We no longer can do things without thinking about them first. And I'm a big thinker and I'm thinking through things first, but spontaneity brings our body a kind of relaxation that I think we haven't had in a really long time. We're just like little knots walking around everywhere, trying to figure out how we can loosen a little bit here and there and still keep it together. That's so spot on. I was walking through Ikea. Ikea is literally the only place that I've gone to in the last year. Mm-hmm. Apart from... I went into the AT&T store for... Oh, the dude in the AT&T store had it on lockdown. He was so good. I bought my phone. I was in and out of the AT&T store in four minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's no, going to be like, a record of like all time. I, I was... No joke. And like they had a security guy who opened the door both times. I didn't have to touch anything. Oh, wow. I was, it, I was so impressed at how in and out of the AT&T store I was when I had to go pick up my new phone. It, under five minutes. It was like, so I went to the AT&T store. I've been to the supermarket less than a handful of times so yeah ikea ikea was a big deal and we we went because every single thing i needed was in sock which is that's a miracle in itself (laughs) like that was the gift of the universe i saw that everything was in stock i had an afternoon off and i was like 
And also it was 55 degrees. Yeah. So it's like, it's now. Yeah. It's now. So we went and everything felt tense. Yeah. As opposed to like, you know, back then when it was just like, cool, I have to, I have to go run and get something. I'm just going to go run and get it. As opposed to when I obviously forgot something for the calyxes, I had to think about exactly how I was going to move and go through the store. And when I tried to go that way, that exit was closed. So I freaked out. And then I had to go back all the way through. I was literally at the cash registers and the front entrance was closed. So I had to go back through the entire store to get what I wanted. Mm. And I never felt unsafe. I just felt tense. Like, am I doing this right? And yes, I was. But I kept having to ask myself that question. Yeah. And there was always these moments of like, well, I'm just doing, I'm here doing this by myself. Or, well, we're here doing this by ourselves. I was with Jeff. And as opposed to... Other times in Ikea or other stores, but Ikea especially, like, you're in the bottom marketplace or any of the other places where, you know, you're co-mingling. Mm-hmm. And you could at least say, like, excuse me. Or, oh, you got that? I like that too. Or have you tried that? Like, there's no... Communication is just so secondary of like am I even doing my own personal movements right right then do I have a conversation like the only conversation that I would think about having with another person is like oh I'm sorry that I got in your way or right the only thing I think I said to any other person in Ikea the entire time that wasn't Jeff was like oh I'm so sorry Mm -hmm. and I didn't even like, there, there were no words that came out of my mouth or even thought to come out of my mouth to say to another person that wasn't, like, I'm sorry that I got into your safe bubble. Right. And that's... No, actually, you know what? I did have a really cute interaction at the end. And that made me feel really, really nice. At the end... um, which straight up, I spent more money at Ikea than I've ever spent at Ikea in my entire life. Which, you know, again. We haven't been to Ikea in a year and a half. Yeah. And on all of my, like, wheel of life things that I did for 2021, the biggest thing that I had in my life wheel was more bookshelves. And it was like, oh, okay, well, let's just buy all the bookshelves. Because I don't want to go back to Ikea anytime soon. Right. right. So let's just get them all. Let's get everything that could possibly fit in our car. Um, and we, we did. We got everything that could possibly fit in our car. Um, but Jeff, like, ran in to go back to the bathroom after we got all the stuff outside. And I was just waiting with the two carts. And one of the Ikea employees came towards the entrance and he smiled and he was like, oh, you got a lot of stuff there. And then I, I giggled and I was like, yeah, it's been a really long time. And like just that was 
it just felt really good. It felt like, oh, okay. Maybe we're kind of coming out of this thing a little bit. Maybe we're allowed to talk to each other again. Yeah. And that feels, that feels hopeful. It does. It does. Um, it's funny. When you were, there were a couple things you said that reminded me of when we talked about social media and how we interact with stuff. You said something about, um, there are so many rules. Like we're trying to do things the right way and the, and I think that we are going to learn a lot from the practices of this pandemic and the loneliness we felt and what we've missed and what we find comfort in. And probably one of those things will be where we are able to choose when we follow rules and when we don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think if we let some of this kick over that, you know what, in a public space like that, it is tense because it is tense because there's not another option like you need to follow the rules and follow the arrows and be conscious of you know um I'm constantly panic looking down at my feet in stores to see if they have arrows and if I'm going the wrong way but we can more readily where can we loosen that knot where can we find ease and it might be posting whatever we feel like on the dang internet or sending out whatever newsletter we want or um for me you know, I've done a lot more art journaling in the past year or two. I'm not doing as much memory keeping and I've been doing a ton of art journaling, which is its own form of memory keeping. Just want to make sure I'm clear on that. Um, I'm not blind to that, but that's just the form it's taking. And I've been doing a project um, for this past month where I give myself no more than 10 minutes to go to the page, kind of like your daily pages, where there are no rules. I'm not showing up for anyone but... No, I'm not showing up for anyone but myself. Like I am just toppling some stuff on the page and moving on. And I think that that's going to be such a clincher. That might be the way we balance some of this loneliness to find things that we can (laughs) stop where we can give ourselves more ease because there will be too many places. We are going to remain knotted for some time. We're not magically, (laughs) May's not going to come June, July, whatever month. And we're magically going to, you know, loosen up. We are in knots and we will be in some knots and there are places with, for ease and we need to find more of those places for ease. And some of them is just a really silly little conversation through mass with a person at Ikea where you're just like, it's been a long time. Like I am now having to get 56 bookshelves because I might not come back here for a year and just that little bit of laughter and levity that's the ease like we get to choose that ease um I'm just feeling that I'm feeling how we can make more choices for ease when we can't make some of the others yes I I think that's so true like it is it's there is ease in giggling about how I shoved five bookshelves into the back of the SUV (laughs) (laughs) and again like there is ease in the fact that i bought five bookshelves so that i don't have to you know haul all the way over to detroit again there is ease in the fact that you know it wasn't that easy to navigate the carts and so that's i think something that is is really a really good 
lesson to pull from that is looking for where we can create ease because so much ease has been taken away from us and there is no going back to normal. It's just a different transition. Mm-hmm. And so finding places where we can create laughter and ease and just that levity to break up the, um, you know, it's fun. The, one of the f- best tools that I bought for the garden last year was an electric um, tiller. Mm-hmm. And it's, it breaks up the ground and it does so much work. But also it's really, really, really hard to use. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot out of your upper body. But then the ground is broken up and yeah. you can plant so much easier. And like that one tool creates ease. It might be really hard to use it, but it's a lot easier than using a stupid shovel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much looking forward to getting out that dumb electric tiller and tilling all the land. Yeah. And so if we can find more tools that give us this sense of ease, even if it is really hard mm-hmm. to like smile and say something to the Ikea employee or to just, you know, start waving at the neighbors again. Like, whatever it is, let it bring you into this transition. Mm -hmm. Because the transition's going to take a long time also. Yeah. Yep. So whatever you can start with sooner, see what happens. You know, because not all the things are going to be good for you. Mm -hmm. See what you like. See what you don't like. Yeah. And I think looking for ease allows us to stop trying to figure out like you said, the right or the wrong way, because we will each have different ways. Mm-hmm. We're looking for, we are trying to figure out the feeling we want, you know, the, the result of it. So many people have struggled with, we have more time on our hands, right. Than ever before. Some of us, many of us not, that's a myth. Um, and a lot of people have not necessarily abandoned their creative practices, but it's become a, a source of stress. You feel Mm -hmm. like you should be doing it. You've now got different amounts of time for it, or there's different stories to tell. Um, And trying to find an entry point. I think your daily pages are such a good way for people to think about, even if their practice doesn't look the same. Right. It's how to incorporate ease to stop. We have gotten really good at figuring out the right and wrong ways to do things to keep ourselves safe. We don't need to do that in everything that we can just, it can be a one sentence a day, you know, it can be giving ourselves a gold star sticker on every single day of the calendar that we just made it to the next. So, you know, yes. <laughs> like if you're there, then every single day, um, just those little invitations for ease. I also think that the more ease we have and maybe the less nodded we feel, the more able we're going to be able to handle the ups and downs and frustrations of social media or just any of those things do you know what I mean like yes the ease loosens us up so that we're not on guard to necessarily have to push back against everything we can just take some of what life offers and let it be yes this is going to be a really really 
weird metaphor. But have you ever, um, when you're in a car accident and you know that you're going to be in said car accident, your whole body tenses up. And yeah. sometimes your injuries are worse because mm-hmm. your body tenses up as opposed to if you have, like, if you are not paying attention and you get in said car accident and your muscles are relaxed yeah. and your body's injuries are not necessarily as bad. Mm-hmm. If we can keep our body in that sense of relaxation before any type of other trauma hits us, mm-hmm. because men. Trauma's whizzing by all the time. (laughs) You never know when it's going to hit you. Yeah. So the more that we can keep our bodies in a relaxed state, and we know how hard this is. Yeah. It's not easy. And, And I think that's that other thing that we can kind of dispel. Ease is not the same as easy. Right. It's not. In an, in a, the, it is, they're very different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes ease, creating ease, is one of the most difficult things that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. It will make things easier, but it's not easy. And so, don't feel bad if putting ease into your life is difficult. Yeah. Because it is. Don't get down on yourself. Don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up because like, oh man, finding ways to get ease into my life is not as easy as I thought it would be. You're right. It is not. But I think that that is, that's one of, and then like, that's one of the best ways to combat this feeling of loneliness too, is, you know, find these little ways of ease of like, Oh, well, maybe, you know, when you do go to the grocery store, you have a favorite checkout person. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, you just start talking to the guy at the deli counter. Whatever it is that you can just have one or two interactions that matter to you. Mm-hmm. Join an online book club. Come do daily pages with me. So many people have gotten through the pandemic because of our noon daily pages, like me included, because it is connection. Mm -hmm. And if you have a place to show up, and it's so good for introverts, man, because just like Zoom makes it so much easier. Yeah. But, But inserting these little places of ease is just, it's not. It's not changing your entire life around. Because, hey, the world is already changing our entire lives around. So just do one or two things that you think might make a difference. And if they don't, throw them away and try something new. (laughs) Yes. All right. You are amazing, as always. Our conversations are incredible, as always. Can you remind people one more time where they can find you? Yeah. So the easiest place to find me, um, even though we've talked a lot about social media, is probably Instagram (laughs) right now. 
And I believe my, I just realized this every time we talk, I have to rethink what is my username? I think it's Brandy underscore Kincaid. Pretty sure about that. The dot is in my email. The underscore is on Instagram. I'm a professional. We're okay. <laughs> you can find me there. I have a link in my profile with all the places that you might want to find me outside of that. So my shop, if you're looking for purchasing something from me, like extravagant hope mailers or digital files, um, other things that I'm loving or um, businesses that I'm connected to, that's all there. And I post pretty much every day, not always. Um, so you can always see what's going on, where I'm trying to locate space for ease in my own world. I love talking to you. It makes me so happy. Everyone is going to absolutely love listening to these episodes. All right. This has been fantastic. Guys, thank you for listening. You are also amazing. And we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. <laughs>